0: Hey guys, welcome to Thrive Bites, the official podcast of Dr. Colin Zhu, aka The Chef Doc. On every episode, I talk with health and wellness experts from all over the world, such as doctors, chefs, dietitians, coaches, and many more. And I sit down with them and have casual conversations about plant-based lifestyle, how to elevate our emotional resilience, and what it really means to thrive. And I bring all of this to you. So let's get to this week's episode. Okay, guys. Well, welcome to another episode of Thrive Bites. I'm your host, Colin Zhu, and thank you for listening in. Today, we have a awesome and an amazing guest for you today. This is Dr. Donna Coriel. Say hi to everyone, Donna.
1: Hey guys. Nice to (laughs) quote meet you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, I'm so stoked uh, for you to be here. Thank you so much for taking the time out. Um, For those of you who do not know who she is, um, she is a board certified internist um, who works as a primary care uh, mainly in Pearl River, New York. And uh, she's a board certified internist and also is has a passion for creativity and what she means by that she's just a patron of the art she loves writing blogging and she's also the founder of uh, so Docs, which is doctors on social media. She's a top doctor on Family Magazine in 2017, 2018. She's been named top 10 internist to follow on Twitter. Um, and also a uh, top 20, um, according to Medscape, for one of the most prominent influencers today. So thank you so much for coming on.
1: Thank you so much for having me on.
0: <laughs> so my first, yeah, I'm excited too. So my first question to you is, um, I like to I like for you to share us, you know, your story on how you got here from point A to point B. I interview a lot of medical doctors, um, you know, that come on my show, but I think yours is very interesting because you've uh, created doctors on social media. Um, you're an entrepreneur. You're a speaker, but it's interesting to tell us, you know, how you got here.
1: Yeah, it's a great question, and I think that there's so many sort of slices to my pie. So to speak, um, which is relevant because you're the chef doc. <laughs> I think that I think if you sort of um, look into that particular slice that I'm in right now, which is that I'm a physician, and that in itself has its own story on how I got here. What's more interesting, I think, about me is just this other side, which is just this really creative side. Um, I basically discovered this creativity. Um, or the talent that I had in this, the the creative arts, when I took a break from medicine. Mm. And it was during that time that I started dabbling in the extracurriculars of the arts. So things like blogging and things like digital photography, and design, and I really fell in love with it. And when I uh, readied myself to go back into medical practice and to see patients, I vowed to not stop doing this to mm. somehow incorporate it into medical practice. And I didn't, I didn't stop. And the love for it not only continued, but it's basically grown. And so what I did was I used this passion that I have for the creatives and for all of the experience that I developed through the years, um, to create this movement called SoMeDocs, mm. which stands for doctors on social media.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's excellent. Um, I can definitely relate because um, you know when I finished medical school, you know I uh, graduated off cycle, and um, I you know just asked myself you know what am I what can I do um, before entering in a residency, and so that's how I entered you know culinary arts and like culinary arts you know writing and you know, drawing, artistic work, all these different things, you know, it actually, like you said, it's all about enhancing that creativity. So the question is, is that why do you feel that was important to express that side of yourself? Because a lot of the general public you know, understands doctors to, you know, do X, Y, and Z. They're very, um, how do I say, staccato. You know, it's very uh, robotic in some ways, you know, prescribing medicine or recommending surgery. Why was it important to express this creativity?
1: Well, I think that that actually hones in on the problem with it, right? So we are sort of sometimes flat in our science base and our science knowledge and the way that traditional medicine is practiced is sort of not so out of the box. We follow algorithms, and that's great. I think that's really important for healing and for curing. But a lot of the discoveries and a lot of the things that are really amazing about our world and about um, finding new things and new ways to heal oneself Mm -hmm. is to sort of be different Mm -hmm. and to think creatively and to use the imagination. And so that has a pull for me personally. Um, I think that it enriches you as a physician, just like... Um, a dish, right, gets flavored when you add in different seasoning. I Mm -hmm. think it sort of seasons your life to explore different aspects and to sort of tap into your creativity
0: as a physician. Mm. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Great analogy, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because I, um, you know, as, uh, you know, we've all been through medical training, residency, and, you know, coming out as physicians in practice and, you know, as well as you know, and a lot of um, members um, of our audience um, who are also healthcare professionals know is that, you know, it's a grueling process. At times it could be a thankless process. I think one of the ways is really, really about enhancing that and expressing that. And I think that's a wonderful way that you have done, you know, also not just for yourself, but also to, to share that, you know, with your fellow physician colleagues, because it's important right? It's important to enhance um, this voice, especially in the age of social media.
1: Well, I think especially in this age, it's important. And that's something that I wanted to touch on is that right now, social media is huge. It's a big vehicle of communication. Um, Over 50% of our world is online and over 40% of the world is using social media. And that's really um, a large percentage. And so if we, as the experts in healthcare want to send an evidence-based message out to the rest of the world, then we want to do that using this vehicle. And so we need to place ourselves within social media and learn how to navigate through it. And that's the premise of what SoMeDocs is about. Now, I was doing that myself with my own brand. I do have the Dr. Coriel brand, which is me personally. Mm -hmm. But then I sort of extrapolated that into SoMeDocs because I realized that if I take all the other physicians that are out there who want to join on my journey, and we together learn the tools, we together learn how to build our networks and how to sort of move forward the right way, then we can literally impact healthcare together. We are essentially the rightful um, influencers of healthcare.
0: Mm, mm. I think it's very important um, because, you know, I do family practice. I do primary care like yourself, and I'm sure you share this uh, experience where, You know, most of the visits when a patient comes in, let's just say they come in for a new uh, complaint of something. You know, sometimes their symptoms can be vague and ambiguous. And what is the first thing they do nowadays? They look up, you know, on Dr. Google or they go to um, some sort of, you know, quote unquote health expert and read about something. And so the question is, is that, you know, for me, I remember a time where, you know, it wasn't like that. It was more simply of a simple, straightforward engagement with, you know, a doctor to patient and really talk, talking and discussing without all this confusion, you know, all this cloud of misinformation. You know, yeah. what do you feel pseudoscience and misinformation, especially from quote unquote health experts, has done to uh, health care?
1: Yeah, it's definitely changed the field of medicine as we know it. I was actually talking about this with my family the other day because I really see a trend of change and that's brought about by the ease with which we can access information nowadays and so right it used to be that you go to the doctor you close the door behind you and you basically exchange information you trust what the doctor said Mm -hmm. and you take it home with you and you just you you just assumed it was right but that's not the case anymore and not necessarily in a bad way I used to think about it in a bad way because from a physician perspective it's frustrating it's frustrating Mm -hmm. because there are negatives to it but there's also a lot of positives and that's patient empowerment. And so we're sort of physicians are sort of faced now with how do we like, where do we fit into this equation where a patient can literally empower herself or himself by just logging on to the internet? Um, And then what are we adding when they come to visit us. And so that's where physicians are struggling right now and trying mm. to find our fit.
0: Yeah, because um, like you said um, before, um, before the, the our conversation was, you're on so many different platforms, any number one of us, you know, can be on so many different platforms. So, you know, not only do we spend a lot of time being on these platforms, which, you know, has its pros and cons, you know, depending on each platform, it reaches to tens and hundreds of millions of different other people and right. possible uh, rabbit holes right so the question yes. is is that you know how do doctors um, answer to this how do they answer to this um, I wouldn't say a problem I don't like to use that I would like to I would like to use the word opportunity you know because right. we're, it's not gonna go away anytime soon right the internet's right. not gonna go away if anything it's only gonna continue to evolve and that includes social media right Hey, guys, we're going to be taking a short break, but don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Thrive bites Let's get back to the interview. And so how do physicians, you know, take the opportunity to Broaden their voices, to deepen their voices, to make it to come from more of a you know authentic uh, point of view. Can you uh, speak to that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, There's so many ways that we can do it, but at the end of the day, a lot of us want to be where the action is, so to speak. And so to just sit and watch, unfortunately, doesn't help us to further our cause if we want evidence based medicine to prevail. And so we have sat on the outside looking in for far too long Mm, as mm -hmm. the rest of the world sort of um, learned to um, navigate through social media and sort of succeed in it we are now feeling the repercussions because of the negatives of um, healthcare social media which is where pseudoscience walks in through our doors and finding ourselves having to prove ourselves to our patients or at least Mm -hmm. disprove things that they've read online Mm and so we've got to find wherever um, whatever space is existent for us online where we feel most comfortable. So that's really important to touch on because not every physician is comfortable taking on social media and that's perfectly fine. It's okay to sort of quote lurk, right? That's a term of the the field. You can just lurk and watch what everyone else does, but then you'll be surprised that, you know, you can just sort of Try something out. Try out a platform and see whether you feel comfortable engaging in it, if it works for you, and then see if you can make any impact. While waiting in that water, right? I always mm-hmm. compare it to sort of taking a dive into water and like mm-hmm. waiting in the water. Waiting is in W A D I N G. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to sort of survive in the water because it's they're they're choppy. The, the waters are choppy in social mm-hmm. media. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be scary because it's also a faceless dimension that we enter, right? We don't, Mm -hmm. um, we're not as protected as we are, um, in real life where people maybe are less likely to lash out at you or to be negative. Um, you find online that people feel much more comfortable because, um, they are not with, it's not a real life interaction.
0: And so those are
1: things that scare some physicians from getting into it.
0: But I also, um, and I agree with you, um, I also think it's a great opportunity for physicians to, you know, speak to a larger community. You know, if um, for those of our, you know, um, audience members that are primary or work in the primary care setting, we're the, you know, kind of grandfathers and grandmothers of the the role model, the community leader, you know, of our, you know, little neighborhood, right? And before social media came, you know, you were known as you know, the doc or the corner or the doc that, you know, helped deliver, you know, our child and, you know, all this other stuff. And so you have a certain radius of um, influence, right? You know, back in the day now with social media, that's kind of exponentially, you know, gotten um, larger, so to speak. And so it
1: has, yeah, but I'm sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt you. It has, but what worries me is, um, are the right people influencing. And that's mm-hmm. part of why I started Docs. I started it for many reasons, but part of it was that I noticed that there were actors and actresses who are fabulous and who are extremely talented, but they were the ones who were influencing in the healthcare sphere. And so mm-hmm. you had actresses, for example, not to name names, but you had actresses influencing the world to stop vaccinating. And so mm-hmm. slowly people stopped vaccinating it wasn't necessarily because of an actor or actress but i think that that really um people are very influenced by quote influencers of today and yeah. they're not necessarily in the healthcare field and that's where we run into problems and so there is a space in here for us that we need to fill
0: and i think um you know uh, media advertising you know entertainment industry and you know our love for you know, different actors, actresses, musical artists, and things like that. They're they're a familiar recognizable yes. face. Right. And there, and yes. we find, and we find comfort in that. And so I, you know, I agree with you. I'm not going to name names as well, but you know, when you recognize those faces, it gives you a certain level of comfort. So, right. and sometimes it may, it, it's, it's based off of a, you know, emotion and feeling and not necessarily right. based off of scientific fact yes. or data or research or evidence to back up what they're saying. Right. And so Absolutely. I think, yeah, go ahead.
1: No, absolutely. In fact, um, I don't want to give off the wrong um, impression. In fact, pulp culture is huge for me. I love pop culture. If you check out any of my work, you'll notice that not only am I very artistic and creative, but I also sort of um, infuse my work with a lot of pop culture references. Mm-hmm. And so I will reference like Ferris Bueller's Day Off, or I've got I've got a YouTube classic series movie. Yeah, love it. And I have a YouTube series that's a spinoff of Jerry Seinfeld's um, Netflix series. I huh. really think that pop culture has I'm sorry, pop culture has a place in our lives. It's just that I use it to teach the right kind of science and that's what i think works i'm not saying anybody like can't do this or that because the online world is sort of a free-for-all they're starting to now at least they're starting to police some things in terms of what's right and what's wrong but even there it's sort of a gray area it's not very clear on what people should be allowed to do and what they can't do and who's to judge right so that's a tough one to navigate through but pop culture does have a place, not only in, you know, the entertainment industry, but maybe we as physicians can use it to teach evidence-based medicine.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and it's also it's it's a gentle reminder to our audience members that hey, you know, each one of us, um especially healthcare professionals, you know, we've dedicated and, dedicated and devoted, you know, a lot of years, uh a lot of time, we've made a lot of sacrifices to pursue, you know, a certain degree. And so, right. you know, when you when patients come to us, you know, we are basically Distilling, translating and deciphering a certain language, you know, and we're referring to, you know, we're we're, we're bringing that down to be able to, you know, uh, convey information that, you know, at the end of the day is to help you know the the an advocate for our patients you know yeah, and are um, natural
1: experts i yeah, mean we're it, we're, not, we're innately experts because we have earned a medical degree so most of us right we're educated we're we're very educated we've had advanced degrees and so there is clout behind what we say we're not just sort of making videos we're not just writing articles about certain um healthcare topics we've actually trained in the field
0: Mhm mhm yeah definitely it's really about you know we want the general public our patients um to continue to come to us and i think you know with your platform uh, Docs, it's really about you know getting that voice out there um and having more of a centralized um voice can you speak to you know more about the platform in terms of you know what do what do doctors you know contribute what were what are they allowed to um uh, express. and uh, you know right. what what are the different things um, that you have created um, for them to express themselves um, on on this platform?
1: Right. So first of all, we exist in different spaces. So there is a Facebook group that's physician only. And in that space, that was the original space I created. Um, it's found under doctors on social media. And we basically, first of all, we network. We talk about our, our social media projects and work. We connect, we collaborate, we ask questions. It's a free space for everybody to sort of build what they'd like to build. And that's important too to sort of hone on is that not everyone is on social media as a physician to speak mm-hmm. about healthcare. Mm-hmm. And even if you're on it for healthcare, there's so many different niches that you could tackle when you're on it. So the Facebook group is the original group, and um, then there's other spaces. So first of all, there's a website, Mm -hmm. and that's sort of a space that houses a lot. Um, We have a data bank growing, which helps to amplify physicians that already have social media presence Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. order to increase visibility in a really unique way. Mm -hmm. We've got a space for voices, which features articles and creations that Um, physicians um, contribute to the Somedox platform. Mm -hmm, There's soon mm -hmm. going to be a patient section because we'd like to sort of mesh both the physician and the patient um, world, and we'd like to solve problems by um, touching on the different things that uh, affect us. Then there's a resource section, which is still growing, and that's a space where physicians can come and sort of peruse through all of the available features that can help them grow their social media accounts. Mm. So I'm I'm basically right now, I'm partnering up with different social media companies and with different features that can help physicians tackle
0: the social media journey. Yeah, so that's great. I mean, it sounds like, you know, you've taken on you know two three full time other jobs yeah, <laughs> in addition to know. you know being <laughs> a practicing physician so my my other question is is that um in terms of um in terms of physician wellness um you know we have you know, that's a very hot topic nowadays. And, um, you know, we talked about physician burnout and all this other stuff, you know, through, you know, your personal uh, endeavors about creativity and things like that, you know, how, why is it important to make sure that, you know, physicians practice well-being for themselves, um, especially in this day and age?
1: for many reasons first of all because of that you know old term burnout or moral injury whatever you want to use i think phys- being a physician itself is difficult i think you've got to be there for everyone else day in day out for the really large load of patients that many of us carry and mm-hmm. i often liken it to a sponge because um I think that we absorb a lot of illness by healing um, and by being there for our patients. But at the end of the day, that takes a very um, high toll on us, a large toll. And we've got to sort of decompress ourselves. And so um, we need to find a space that, and a lot of physicians don't have that. And so social media and the online world sort of, helps you to do that because it, it sort of gives you opportunities that you never had before there's this virtual space where we can grow as humans and we don't have to always do it physically and mm. especially with the invention of this amazing eye with this amazing cell phone technology right that we can mm-hmm. take everywhere mm-hmm. with us on the go you can literally create content in your car, or in your bedroom, or far away on vacation, and so mm-hmm. we can always stay connected. I mean, there's negatives to that too because you sometimes don't always disconnect. But to stay connected has so many positives as a healthcare professor professional. That's not only trying to disseminate information, but find a solution to the burnout that we're experiencing as physicians.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. So the, can you, you, know, so uh, that's, you, you? You've you've had some personal examples too. Um, I, Sometimes I see you just literally just turning on your phone and doing a quick video in your car. You just told me that uh, you did uh, uh, some fun episodes of, uh, you know, going to a restaurant. Can you give some quick examples for, you know, physicians who are kind of uh, a little bit lost on some ideas on how to get started?
1: Oh, absolutely. I have so many ideas. First and foremost, like anybody can reach out to me or join SomiDocs because that's something I'm looking to do is I'm actually looking to transition, believe it or not, into this space full time and sort of teach physicians how to uniquely find the niche that they can use to reach their endpoint goals. And the reason I'm being a little vague about that is that not every physician wants to teach healthcare online. Some physicians want to increase patient load. Some physicians want to be thought leaders and be invited to speaking engagements. Mm -hmm. Other physicians literally want to explore a hobby outside of practice. And so they want to either cook or they want to create like a craft. And so there's so many different things and your journey is specific to you. And so Mm -hmm. the advice I would give you, um, Colin, is not necessarily the advice I'd give any other physician. It just, it depends on your journey. It depends on what you're good at because every platform requires different talents. Um, Mm -hmm. And it also depends on what you're looking to achieve and what you're passionate about. All those factors are important in navigating through social media. Um, I can give you a few small examples. So for example, you know, just being a little more out of the box. And so I mentioned Jerry Seinfeld. He's got a Netflix series called um, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. I said, First of all, I love that show, and I love Jerry Seinfeld. He's (laughs) funny; he's lighthearted. I'm Mm -hmm. also sort of funny in real life. I sort of suppress it professionally just to be a bit more serious um, in the medical world. (laughs) Oh no, I know, right? They do. So yeah, they do. So like behind closed doors, I'll be sort of more goofy. But so I decided to create a YouTube series called Doctors Getting uh, Doctors on Walks Getting Food, and (laughs) it's a spinoff on his series. And we sort of do similar things. Like we start the show off in the same way. We walk um around and we sort of um selfie stick ourselves just chatting about, quote, nothing, right? Yeah. It's show Seinfeld. We're like I'm everyone nothing. else. Yeah. Exactly. We're like everyone else. The the purpose of the show is actually to humanize physicians. So we nope. start off walking and talking, and then we end up in a place where we eat and we still continue to talk. And then I take it and I edit it. And I just kind of piece it together in a fun, comedic, and entertaining way. But that's what I want to do. If you are more sort of serious about your endeavor and you want to, let's say, disseminate information about like the nutritional value in food, then you would choose a platform that you want to disseminate the information in. So let's say you wanted to do it on Twitter. You would take out and you would think through branding yourself and what name you're going to give yourself, your social Mm -hmm. media handle, which Mm -hmm. ideally you want to keep consistent. And -hmm. you'd basically look at how other people do it, learn, and then just take that dive and swim in the waters, right? And Mm -hmm. you'll see that you'll slowly start to grow and learn as you go.
0: Mhm mhm. Yeah, that's great. Um I would I would also add that, you know, there's so many different platforms out there, right? And each one of them is very you know, they're very uh, different. Um, They're very subtly different. And, you know, it it expresses you differently. So I would definitely, you know, to add to that, you know, just trial each and every single one and see what speaks to you and what resonates with you. Um, Because not every, you know, because you want, if you're serious about it, you know, for those of us, those of you listening about getting on, especially our healthcare professionals, you know, you want to be able to use the right um, conduit to be able to uh, fully express yourself. Um, so definitely definitely do some trial and error. Um, I love the fact that, you know, you uh, create these episodes, you have this channel, you have uh, different types of platforms and, you know, also the add and comment to, you know, that's important, you know, because, um, you know, I actually talk about self-care, physician wellness a lot um, on the podcast. And, uh, you know, to be able to express this creativity is super, super, super important. You know, the fact that you're doing it personally, but also to relay to our audience members, you know, make sure go and explore, you know, so.
1: Yeah, I I agree. I think exploration is huge. And I mean, I called it lurking earlier, but (laughs) it, it, it might have somewhat of a negative connotation. It's not. It's literally where you just kind of look at every platform and you you see how people interact on it and what's important on it because each and every platform has specific factors that make the profiles within it stand out. And Mm -hmm. so for example, if you really, really love digital photography and you're good at it, um, then you might want to explore Instagram. Uh, Whereas if you really like crafting um, very short, sentences and making impacts with those short statements then maybe twitter's better for you and um it works like that where every platform sort of has its quote thing and right. you want to pick one that works best for you
0: yeah yeah and uh, you know for example instagram you know is very visually appealing right so if you are more of a visual person you like taking photography um, you know, you're like making different, uh, uh, little blog, you know, signs and things like that, you know, Instagram will be, you know, for you. And so, right. it, you know, like we talked about every platform has their own thing. Hey guys, we're going to be taking a short break, but don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Thrive Bites. Let's get back to the interview. Um, I love it. So going back uh, to uh, your platform, Doctors on Social Media or Docs, I'm curious to know, and I don't know, you, you might have followed this um, already, but, you know, first question is, is that how do you measure the the level of impact right so like for us as physicians you know we look at health outcomes you know we look at you know different quality measures we look at biometrics we have more objective ways to see and track you know patients on um, on an individual level and then we right. also you know over a po- over over a population, right? So for you and your platforms, you know, is there certain things that you look at in terms of the level of impact uh, that you're, you know, hoping to make?
1: So that's a great, great question. And it's very complicated to answer. So Mm -hmm. I, I took on this project um, with keeping my stress levels in mind because Mm -hmm. social media could be extremely overwhelming and you'll hear Mm -hmm. it again. And again, um, I decided to actually take this on and actively not follow too intensely the growth. That being said, I think that I, because of that, I let it grow organically. And so I just sort of infuse it with my passion in a full-time job capacity in fact i would probably measure it at two full-time jobs to be honest Mm -hmm. with you just the amount of work that i put into it yeah but basically i allow it to grow organically and i don't put that number pressure on myself ever Mm -hmm. i feel like this has been one of the secrets to my success i don't feel like i have to follow metrics I feel like you start to feel an impact when random people start reaching out to you and asking you about SoMedocs, or people tag you, or Medscape names you as top twenty influencer, or you know Medical Economics names you as top ten internists to follow on Twitter, like, um, or you know a place like Harvard Med School has a conference that's that reaches out to you and you're going back for like a third year in a row and teaching this stuff, like mm-hmm. that to me in itself. Is a measure of success. Yeah. Is how my career has advanced. Not only my, how my career has advanced significantly just by me dabbling in it, but also just my happiness and my pursuit of my passion. Because it's really becoming real for me. Like I am literally mm. starting to integrate um, this into my life in a full time basis, and I'm actually slowly um, phasing out. Um, patient care, although it's really hard for me to do that. Um, mm. I decided to do it because I really think that healthcare is broken for so many reasons, especially yeah. in internal medicine. And I vow to either be one of the contributors to fixing it or providing the channels by which others. Help me to fix it if that makes mm. sense
0: Oh yeah yeah I love that I love that and I think one of the be- beautiful things about this platform is that it's a we it's a collective of absolutely uh, of, of us coming together and I think um you know for those of us that are healthcare professionals you know back in the day before social media you know it was hard you know we don't have we don't have a doctor's union at least I don't think we had do you know I know nurses unions are pretty big, but there's no yeah. like rallying voice for us physicians to come together to either, you know, simply vent or simply, you know, just, you know, just talk about, you know, our day to day, you know, sometimes our angst, our frustrations, and even, even the positives, the positives are just as important, if not more important than the the than sometimes the negative aspects of you know what we do you know and you know yeah. to 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 complement each other to provide accolades and you know to to really praise each other and I think that well that's go ahead
1: yeah that's I'm so sorry that's what works really well about Somedocs is that we can get together virtually so it doesn't matter where you are in the world you could get together with other physicians and speak about the good and the bad but then you could take it a step further. And you could actually start to work towards making a change. And so that's how SOMIDoc stands out um, among the other things that are in existence right now is that there we have existing platforms on which to do that and we do it in unique ways. And that's how I sort of help to fuel it is I look at myself as a person that can sort of um, amplify everyone else in bringing my strengths to the table. Mm-hmm. And so I recognized a long time ago that I have this creativity factor just to round out the podcast and bring it back to the beginning. We spoke about creativity. I bring my creative talent to the table, to Docs, and I tell the physicians on it, I vow to you that I will look for unique ways for all of us to sort of get amplified and to get our information out there and to get our brands heard and brands succeed. Um, And so that's what I'm excited about. And that's what I hope that SoMeDocs can achieve.
0: (laughs) I love it. I love it. Um, I I love, um, you know, your enthusiasm and just that fierceness and bringing, you know, us together, you know, holding hands in hands, you know, um, Absolutely. so to speak. So definitely thank you for that. Um, so Absolutely. I would love, uh, I, uh, I love to close this out. One of my favorite questions to ask my guests is, you know, what makes you thrive? You know, that's, um, kind of the premise of my podcast is, Really, really asking to the heart um, and center of you know what gets you you know out of the morning you know and I know that's a very cliche of uh, thing of bringing about but it's really about the essence of you know your drive your purpose and I know you spoke a lot about that um, you know during the last few few minutes but you know what what makes Donna Coriel thrive and then to after that can you give us three tips for, uh, to share with our audience members to, um, improve or better their lives right now?
1: Absolutely. Um, so I think that for me personally, what makes me thrive is experiencing life. And that may seem very general to many of you, but the reason I say it is because I value creativity so much. So to me, I live and breathe colors and textures and just, the aspects of life, of everyday life, mm. make me happy. And they literally fuel my passion. And so to me, life is happy. And that's what I want to convey in all of my not only social media work and my personal brand and the Dr. Coriel brand, but also in infusing it into SoMeDocs and in fueling that entrepreneurial venture. So that makes me thrive. I'm thinking about tips on creativity and expressing oneself so first Mm -hmm. of all um, one of the biggest ones for me is not being afraid to be yourself that one is huge because, especially for physicians, we're in a field that is so traditional and so algorithmic-based, and it's sometimes frowned upon to think outside of the box. But it was when I sort of allowed myself to do that, and in a public way, because my you know family and friends, they know me, and they know that I'm sort of out of the box, and they love me for it. But when I allowed myself to do that publicly, especially on social media, um, it was really... Liber- it was it was very scary and yet liberating at the same time because mm. that's really when you get recognized for the things that are powerful and the things that you bring to the table that work. And so not being afraid to be yourself is huge for me. So that's A. Um, B is trying things out, which goes sort of hand in hand, but is a little different because th- here I'm talking about like experimenting. And so when you are tackling a social media venture, when you're tackling any venture at all, if you're dreaming of it and you really believe in it, there's got to be a way for you to make it work. And so start trying it out. So I look at like a venture, whether it's a creative venture, or whatever venture you take as, as a straight line, but the way to get there won't be a straight line, right? You're going to literally mm -hmm. be zigzagging and you're going to drop and you're going to like veer out of course, but eventually you'll get there. And even if you get to a point that's not the point you defined right away, that's okay too. Let it take shape as you navigate through it and sort of tweak it as you go. Just try things out and don't be afraid of that process. Mm -hmm, So that's mm -hmm. my tip number two. And then my tip number three is a simple one. I think um, maybe just creativity wise is use the resources that you have on you to be creative. So if you own a cell phone, which most of us do this day and age, use it. Write down your ideas in the note section. Um dabble, right? Make photos, um, experiment with some of the digital photography apps or some of the like writing apps. Just be creative and let yourself be you and you'll be surprised at what you could discover.
0: <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Yeah. Yeah, because it's so important and I agree with you. Um, you know, for uh, our patients and general public, you know, that are not healthcare professionals, you know, we do have um, evidence-based, you know, protocols and algorithms and different things that are very, you know, cookie cutter, you know, but sometimes out of the box, like you talked about is, you know, not something that we were encouraged or uh, emphasized along the way. So I think what you do and what you bring and what you've created for, you know, doctors on social media, you know, helps, to, uh, you know, convey that, uh, especially for healthcare professionals. Donna, thank you so much uh, for uh, coming on to the show. Um, I really appreciated. um, I think um, what you do and what you bring and the platform um, is just the beginning. Um, I'm very happy, you know, to be uh, a part of it and, you know, to really uh, elevate, you know, doctors' voices collectively. So I want to thank you for that.
1: Absolutely. And thank you so much for having me on. Yeah. The show. I appreciate you asking me.
0: Yeah. And uh, for those of the audience members um, that want to look you up or look up the platform, um, where can they uh, where can they go?
1: They should basically for SoMeDocs, they can go to www.SoMeDocs.com, S-O-M-E-D-O-C-S.com. And then if they want to see my personal work, they can look at drcorriel.com That's D-R-C-O-R-R-I-E-L. Or they could just find me on that handle throughout social media, Dr. Coriel. And please don't be shy. Please reach out to me with any ideas or questions. And I will either answer if I know or point you in the right direction if I don't.
0: Okay. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, this has been a, another episode of Thrive Bites. Thank you so much uh, for listening in, uh, everyone. If you like us, please follow and subscribe, and uh, please rate us on Apple Podcasts. And uh, can't wait uh, for the next uh, audio to come out. Thank you, Dr. Donna Coriel, And uh, this has been another episode of Thrive Bites. Take care, everyone. Hey guys, that was another episode of Thrive Bites. If you like that episode, please subscribe and follow weekly for new episodes. And don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts.